Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to walk through five low impact job search activities that most job seekers waste time on. Now, when I look across all the people who come through our coaching programs and take our courses, many of them are often doing all five of these things. But I can pretty much say with certainty that 100% of them are at least doing one or two of these. And that is bringing down their chances of landing an offer because it's sucking up time that they could otherwise be spending on high impact job search activities. And we're going to come out with that podcast episode in just a little bit here. So let's dive into the five low impact job search activities that you should avoid. And you're probably doing some of these right now. So the first is writing cover letters. Now, don't get me wrong. I always advocate for job seekers to use cover letters. I don't really get the argument that they're a waste of time, especially with ChatGPT and other AI tools right now. I could understand that more back in the day, but now there's really no excuse not to write one because you can have one spun up in a couple of minutes. The biggest problem is that most people waste way, way, way too much time on creating cover letters. Cover letters are simply a base to cover, not a game changer in your job search. And the data will tell us that. Most hiring managers don't read cover letters. Most recruiters don't read cover letters. But the thing is, if you want to win the job, you need to cover all of your bases. You don't want to end up in a position where that job that you so badly wanted was one of the few recruiters or hiring managers who do place a lot of weight on cover letters. So my recommendation here is to have ChatGPT write a personalized cover letter for each app. All you need to do is go to OpenAI, go to ChatGPT, and then ask ChatGPT to write you a personalized cover letter for this specific job title at this specific company. And then you can say, please personalize it to the job description, and you can paste the job description in. And you can also say, please personalize it to my resume and you can paste your resume in. And then you can ask it a couple of follow-ups or give it a, a couple of additional prompts once it writes the original letter. So if it writes the cover letter and it doesn't have you know quite enough measurable metrics or value in it, you can just say, hey, please rewrite this and include more measurable metrics, more outcomes from my resume. So you can tweak this a little bit, but this is going to take you two, three minutes, maybe max five, if you have to ask it a couple of follow-ups. And you're going to spin up a really, really compelling cover letter, which is going to allow you to cover your bases here. And then all that extra time that you would have spent manually writing this cover letter or just tweaking even a basic cover letter, you can reallocate that back to higher impact activities. The second low impact activity is inbound LinkedIn profile optimization. So people dream of employers reaching out to them on LinkedIn, right? They have this idea that if they optimize their profile the right way, then all of a sudden the floodgates will open and recruiters and employers will be blowing up their inbox with job opportunities. And the truth is, even the most optimized profiles on LinkedIn don't see a flood of inbound inquiries because at the end of the day, there are only so many recruiters and employers looking for candidates. And there are millions and millions, quite literally millions of candidates out there who could be potential fits when we look at the baseline level of what you can assess from a LinkedIn profile. So yes, you can definitely increase the amount of inbound that you get, but it's likely not going to be a game changer for your job search, especially when you compare that to how big of a game changer the platform can be when you actually use it for its intended purpose, which in my opinion is getting social. It's a social media platform, right? So instead of 
spending so much time and energy optimizing for inbound, make your profile a sales page. Really focus in on those core jobs that you want and really focus on optimizing it for the people that you want to drive to your profile and then go manually drive them there. So rather than optimizing it for you know the search algorithm and hoping that people land on your profile, instead, think about the ideal person that you want to land on your profile. Then think about the things that they want to see on that profile. What language, what metrics, what experience. Build that out and then go get so on the platform. Go find those people and engage with their content, right? Go find those people and find ways to add value with them. Go connect with them. Go join events with them. Go find ways to manually drive those people to your your profile where they're going to see exactly what they want to see. That way you have much, much more control over this entire process. And that is going to help you generate a ton more opportunities. And that's really where the beauty of LinkedIn lies. The third low impact activity to avoid are networking events. The people who show up to networking events are people who need jobs. The people who do not show up to networking events are hiring managers and employers and the people who have the jobs, who are doing the hiring. So instead of going to these events and shaking a million hands and handing out business cards and then realizing that everybody else was kind of looking for the same thing, looking for a job too, go find a small select group of people working at your target company who can influence your ability to get hired and invest deeply with connecting with them. Put all of your energy into that small select group of people. So research them, look at their LinkedIn profile, look at their background, go Google their name, look at everything that you can find, and then sit down and write out 10 ways that you might be able to connect with them. So could you reach out to a mutual connection? Could you comment on their LinkedIn content? Could you talk about something interesting in their background? Did they make a career change that you can touch on? Could you cold email them and invite them to you know some sort of event? Could you make a mutually beneficial introduction? These are all just a bunch of random ideas off the top of my head. But if you can sit down and, and try to brainstorm at least five ideas, but hopefully closer to 10, you're going to come up with a lot of different angles that you can use to chip away at, you know, reaching out to this person, trying to get them, you know, in a conversation, get that started and begin building the relationship. That is what's going to lead to more referrals and more advocates and eventually more job offers. And it's going to be far, far more effective than just going to all these random networking events. The fourth is LinkedIn's easy apply. So I always say that if something is easy for you to do, it's just as easy for your competition. So browsing LinkedIn and hitting the easy apply button is simply a bad strategy because everybody else can do it and you give up a lot of control over your application. It's really, you lose all of the personalization, you lose all of your ability to really sell to the company that you're applying to. Yes, it seems easier. Yes, when the job search is really hard and grueling and you've been in it forever, you wanna basically just invest the lowest amount of effort possible because you don't feel like you're getting the returns, but that is actually gonna increase your time. That's gonna get you worse results. So instead, don't do that target fewer jobs and spend more time personalizing your application. Spend more time optimizing your resume. You can even use our, our tool resimatch.io to go ahead and compare your resume to each job description you're going to apply for and see what you need to improve. You can also use our LinkedIn headline analyzer at headlineanalyzer.io to basically take your LinkedIn headline and optimize it for the, the people that you want to hit your profile. There's a lot of ways that you can personalize your applications and that is going to lead to a higher hit rate. That's going to lead to more success with these applications versus just going around and clicking easy apply to every single opportunity that's out there because that's what everybody else is doing. It gives up a lot of control and it's not going to help you stand out from the crowd. 
And then the fifth thing that most people do, which is low impact and not really driving much for you in terms of interviews and offers, is what I call standard networking. So most people network by messaging people and asking to pick their brain, to get a referral, to look at their resume. You know, hey, Austin, I see that you work at Microsoft and that's a really, really cool place. You know, I've been reading about them in the news and I'd love to learn a little bit more about what it means to be on their partner team. You know, do you have 30 minutes to chat? That's what most people are doing. And that never works because basically what you're asking for is you're asking a total stranger to take 30 minutes of their valuable time to sit down with you and just explain their job. There's nothing in it for them. So instead, what I want you to do is go back to what I mentioned before. Think of different ways that you could potentially add value to this person. My recommendation is, again, to go review their LinkedIn profile and, you know, what they've done in their career and everything that's on there. Go Google their name and then come up with those 10 potential ideas for how you could do this and then start chipping away at them. But the best litmus test I have here is to, to just ask yourself the simple question. Before you send something to a referral, ask yourself, or before you send something, rather, to somebody that you want to connect with, ask yourself, would I reply if a stranger sent this to me? Would I be compelled or excited to reply if somebody I'd never met before sent this to me? And if the answer is no, you shouldn't be pressing send on it. Instead, you need to go back and rework it until that turns into a yes. And if you ask yourself that simple question, I think that's gonna help solve a lot of the issues that most people have with networking. And it's gonna help you move away from standard networking, traditional networking that doesn't really work towards more of a relationship building strategy, which is gonna pay huge dividends for you. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I will see you in the next episode of the podcast.